Clark, don't pick your nose in front of me, please. I'm not picking, I'm scratching. What are you scratching, your brain? Yeah, because it's huge. Episode 77. The moon with the rebel base will be in range in 30 minutes. 30 minutes. Every time Catherine revved up the microwave, I'd piss my pants and forget who I was for a half hour or so. It's 30 minutes away. I'll be there in 10. I'll be there in 10. Is this a five minute argument or a full half hour? You have 30 minutes to move your car. Your car. You have 30 minutes to move your cube. Your cube. You are listening to a half hour wasted. We made the Kessel run in less than 11 parsecs. And now, here are your hosts, Brad Milo and Frank A. Rincon. So I'm just walking Flash down the street. Yeah. We're just walking. Well, actually, in the park. We t- I turn to my left, and not 15 feet away is a cow. A in cow. Park? A cow had broken out of a fence <laughs> and was just strolling around, and it was so quiet. I don't have a moo sound. <laughs> but it was a cow. It was a cow. That's crazy. Yeah. Brad. <laughs> hey. Who do we have on the phone? On the phone with us? Yeah. Is um, Optimus Black 2000. Optimus Black. Sean Pryor. A prior knowledge, uh, PD, uh, PKD Media. I will get yeah, it I'm right one of these days. Yeah. Sean, how are you? I am doing well today. How are you guys doing? We are fantastic. Thanks for joining us. Oh, thank you for having me. Um, you know, and this is no no real reason. We thought we'd just have you on. We thought it'd be fun and stuff uh, like there's that. There's a reason. Well, there's a reason, but, um, you know, he's, he's a cool guy. He is a cool guy, but <laughs> he's putting us in his book. That's right. That is right. Yes, indeed. Yes. Uh, ish- oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. The name of that book is Mercury and the Murd. Yes. And it's, uh, uh, when is the first issue going to be available? Okay. Issue one is already available it right is. now. That's what I um, thought. It, yeah. Issue one has been available since uh, April. Um, we debuted that issue at the Pittsburgh Comic-Con, and it's also available at IndiePlanet.com. And I just uh, ordered I, my copy, um, too, like uh, probably about a week ago. Okay. And um, it's, yeah, it's at IndiePlanet.com. That's the paper copy. If you want a digital copy, you can get it at uh, DriveThroughComics.com. So, you know, we have a couple different outlets for you if, you, if you're interested in the book. Sweet. Awesome. Before, and, um, we, before we get going, oh, yeah. we should mention our sponsor. Oh, and who is our sponsor, Brad? Our sponsor is Discount Comic Book Service. Sean, have you started using Discount Comic Book Service yet? Oh, I've been using them since uh, probably about October. Nice. Aren't they awesome? Oh, they are awesome. Uh, The other day, they dropped me off a box, and it was like Christmas and Kwanzaa combined. (laughs) (laughs) Kwanzmas. Kwanzmas. Yes. Chrisza. Yes, indeed. So, Brad, why, why should people use Discount Comic Book Service? Well, they send them right to your door mm-hmm. or wherever you choose to send them. I have them yeah. sent to me at work. Me too. So I can open them up. I usually get my boxes in every other Monday. Mm-hmm. So it's like makes my Mondays A-OK. You yeah. know what I mean? Uh, expect one this coming Monday. Me too. I can't wait. Um, discount comic book service uh, discounts everything in previews. Not... Mm-hmm. Do, no, I take that back. They don't discount everything in previews. They discount, I'd say, 95% of yes. what's in previews. There are some things 
that they can't discount. And and there's and there's you just get great savings like up to forty percent, sometimes even seventy five percent. You could pick up a comic book for a dollar sometimes. Any yes, you can. Yeah. And sometimes you can pick up a comic book for seventy four cents. That's, that's true, and, and that's even better. In fact, Sean, what what's on your pull list? Um, my pull list. Um, I um been kind of indie heavy as of late, but I've been picking up a lot. Actually, a lot of hard covers like Green Lantern, the Sinestro Corps War, um, Volume One, Volume One, and Volume Two. Nice. Um, also, I've picked up. Uh, let's see what else. Drafted um, by uh, Devil's Due Press, uh, the Marvel What If Civil War uh, trade paperback, the JLA Presents Aztec, the Ultimate Man um, collection. And along with a couple other goodies, too, uh, the monthly books, stuff like the DC Special Cyborg, JLA, um, Secret Invasion, and Final Crisis. Did you make yes. a list, Sean? Did you have a <laughs> oh, list no, prepared? No. Oh, no. All these books are just in front of me. Um, they're ah. stacked to the left. They're stacked to the right. Yes. I, uh, DCBS takes my money on a monthly basis. Nice. I have mine shipped to me every other week, twice a month. It's a five ninety five flat rate monthly shipping. Mm-hmm. And because I want them twice a month, I pay an additional five ninety five a month. They send them to me uh, twice a month. Um, some of the products they've got up. Oh, you can order anything in the previews catalog. Mm-hmm. Oh, the music stopped. Let me just start that up again because I can't get enough of the drums. Remix. Mm-hmm. <laughs> anything in the previews catalog you can order. Anything. And it's um, it's just fun going through that catalog, looking at everything. Mm-hmm. Uh, some of the specials they have are the um, Final Crisis Legion of Three Worlds number one, seventy five percent off. For and I'm looking cents. forward to that. Yeah. That should be fun. I ordered that too. And the new Runaways number one series that just started, seventy five percent off for, as Sean said, seventy four cents. Seventy four cents. Yeah. Come on, that's not even. You can get a. That's cheaper than a soda. It's awesome. So, so you should go to DCBS. DCBService.com. That's they awesome. sponsor us, and we we support them. We're happy to do it. So, Sean, um, let's start off with this. Are you a DC or a Marvel guy? Truth be told, um, I would have to say I'm more of a DC guy than a Marvel guy. But lately, I find myself, if I'm going, if I'm going to buy a Marvel book, the only book I buy from Marvel on a, on a monthly basis is Black Panther. Um, for the simple fact, I'm scared that they won't trade the entire series like they did the Christopher, the Christopher Priest series um, a few years ago. I, you know, t- uh, titles like Secret Invasion, um, I will I will buy, but normally I buy Marvel stuff and trade. Now I have the Death of Captain America trade um, actually upstairs. I was, I was reading that before I, um, before I came downstairs to uh, talk to you guys today, and. No, no, but DC stuff, I'll normally get more monthly stuff from DC than I do Marvel. Cool. And, uh, well, let's talk DC. So, uh, any what is standing out for you? Like, like, what is your first read from DC when you get it? Uh, normally, my first read from DC when I get it is Justice League, but I will admit that I'm massively behind because... Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, who knew it would, be so, it would be so difficult to try to put together a little, little comic book company slash uh, music company <laughs> uh-huh. with... Uh, with a with a nine to five. <laughs> so. Well, let me tell you something. You're not missing a thing with that Justice League book. <laughs> you really aren't. It's that, that's it's what been, I hear. But see, I'm like a big Dwayne, Dwayne McDuffie fan, and mm-hmm. I, I support Dwayne McDuffie. Now, I've heard the Metzler stuff was really confusing, though. Uh, yeah, disappointingly to me, it was. Mm-hmm. It it, okay. it uh, 
it, it wasn't as best. It wasn't near as good as Identity Crisis. No, it it wasn't. The whole I think the um, the first six made up that that uh, tur- Red Tornado run. Yeah, and um, you know that that's a character that I've always been fascinated with. And spoiler alert: I mean, he he struggles with 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 you know at one point he he is on the verge of becoming a human, and that's like his dream. But um, yeah, it just spoiler alert. Spoiler alert! It just didn't capture me and and i found myself bored and i actually dropped it after after six i did pick up uh i do pick up an uh an, an issue here and there but overall it just doesn't jayola he doesn't do anything now justice society is great yeah, right now i recently reread issues <clears throat> well I, I thought i had read them but i don't remember reading them now that i i must have flipped through them but anyway point is i read from issue 17 mm-hmm. uh, i'm sorry Seven all the way through sixteen, the current one mm-hmm. of Justice Society, amazing <laughs> stuff. Yeah. Love that book. Are you reading that, Sean? Now, see, I, I used to read GSA, but now I'm trying to get those in trade. Now, oh, okay. I'm, I'm in. I'm I'm in this like, I guess what kind of just I'm I'm in the middle right now with as far as comics because I you know I enjoy them, I love them, you know it's something that I want to do for a living. The issue I face is is that I can't constantly buy all these monthlies and then go get and then go get the trade see because the thing is is that i normally have a tendency to let my books stack up because i'm Mm -hmm. so busy and so then i'll have like six or seven issues ready to read by the time i'm able to get to them well i can either do that or i can just wait and get the trade but there are certain books that i have to get monthly um especially with independent books independent books i kind of you know I, I feel i have to get monthly because there's a good chance those certain indies won't get traded at, at all yeah so you know i'm always you know kind of I'm, I'm always in the middle because you know money's money's real tight so you know <laughs> and i and and for those that don't don't understand the meaning of tight pockets that just means that you don't have a lot of money yeah. so you know you kind of have to um you know, balance it out a little bit. So that's the issue I face. Yeah, I totally know what you mean. I mean, this is a conversation Brad and I have a lot about the whole trade versus monthly. You asked me that a week or two ago about, you know, I mentioned that I'd let some books stack up and you Mm -hmm. said, well, why don't you just buy the trade? And I said, I don't because I want to support the monthly format. Mm -hmm. I I like, you know, I thought like recently this, uh, this past week I was, are you still there, Sean? I'm still here. Okay, (laughs) great. I was um, rereading, not reread. I keep saying that. I was catching up on a lot of uh, books that I had stacked up, right. like like uh, Captain America. I just read the the last five issues mm-hmm. uh, in one chunk. Um, Moon Knight did the same thing. Punisher did the same thing. <clears throat> um, Justice Society of America. So I asked myself, why why am I buying them monthly? Well, I I just like that format i like holding a little comic book mm-hmm. i like trades also but i i think it's mainly because i want the, the 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 comic book comic ent- book entity what i grew up as mm-hmm. with as a kid i want it to survive i don't and, and i think it's going to be a generational thing i mean maybe the new generation coming up the younger generation you know maybe they'll 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 uh, lean more towards the trade and then eventually just like anything things change things phase out i mean maybe they'll always be a monthly but but they'll yeah. dwindle well, in number and stuff like that well if you if you look at what um, a lot of kids read with a lot of kids reading uh, manga you know you go to your uh, local bookstore and you'll see them over there uh, 
uh, reading some Naruto or uh, whatever, you know, whatever the newest uh, anime trend is, you'll see them reading a lot of manga, and that's just a big collection of sto- you know, a big collection of stories in just one big old book. So for 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 a lot of kids and a lot of teenagers, I I really don't see. I don't see trades being an issue for them because I think that's what they're more used to than than seeing a monthly book. But I, I may be wrong. Do you do you read any manga regularly? Seldom, uh, yeah. seldom. It, it, there's so much stuff out there. Now, granted, I will be purchasing uh, Tokyo Pop's uh, Ghostbusters. <gasps> I um, saw I that, and I'm going to get that too. I was about to say something about that. There's a manga yeah. version of Ghostbusters. It's coming out. Yeah, yeah. I yeah. think it's in this it, previews. It's coming out to coincide with the uh, video game release uh, that Sierra um, is releasing in, in the next couple of months. I didn't even know there was a video game coming out. Y- yes, there will be a video game coming out, and it's going to be on the Wii, the, th- the Xbox 360, and the PS3. But the Wii, the Wii game was developed by somebody else, but I think the 360 and the PS3 game um, are developed by, by Sierra. But for the Wii, it's a different company. Frank's doing somersaults. He's so happy. <laughs> <laughs> I love me some Ghostbusters, man. They're great. Yes. And when I when I heard about that Tokyo Pop version, I saw the art for it, and it looks great. I think it's going to be a lot of fun. I'm definitely on board with that. I'm going to yeah, get de- that. I'm really looking forward to it. Yeah, and, and 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 as long as they keep it in the same vein of of you know the smart alecky uh, Doctor Venkman and 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 you know is it the, those the nerdy- characters or is it the characters from that cartoon show? Um, no, 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 no. It's the, it's the actual characters from the actual move from the actual movie. Now there may be, now I'm, I haven't seen the artwork, but that's what I was told. Yeah, okay. but Frank Frank saw the artwork though. I wouldn't yeah. want to. I wouldn't want to read uh, characters a, a book about the characters from the cartoon. I'd want to read the Bill Murray, Dan Aykroyd. Yeah, and, and now I, I haven't read it. I've just I've just seen yeah. the artwork, and of course yeah. it has that manga flavor. But I mean, it is the Ghostbusters, cool. you know, just exaggerated and stuff. So is Sigourney Weaver's character in it? Uh, that they I did not see, and I just hope that they don't have a Slimer sidekick. That's the because remember the cartoon yeah, had yeah, the sli- was, Slimer sidekicks. Yeah. See, I enjoyed the cartoon a lot because you know they did all types of things with the cartoon. Now, granted, they couldn't use the likenesses of Bill Murray and Dan Aykroyd and stuff like that for mm-hmm. you know because it cost too much. But the cartoon was great, but Slimer did get on my nerves. Yeah, and and see that's and that's a whole other thing too. I I wish a lot of these uh, production companies that make cartoons realize that even kids can't stand those types of sidekicks. You know, kids will kids will they'll love them for like you know two or three weeks, and they're like, look, just get them out my face, yeah, <laughs> so I can just enjoy the rest of the Ghostbusters. You know, trying to trap Sam Hain. You know that that's all they want. Yeah, that's, that's all, all they, they want. want. Hey, Sean, I'm gonna be a a, a big jerk real quick. I just answered yes. a phone call. It's June Bob Kim on the phone. Okay, June, June Bob. This will only take thirty seconds. June Bob, what's up? No you headed out here. And while, okay. while Brad's talking to him, okay. uh, I totally agree with you with the whole sidekick thing. It's just, I think kids g- get it, you know, okay, we need a comic relief, but, I mean, don't make them, I don't know, I, I, we don't we don't need Slimer, okay? <laughs> oh, yeah, definitely. Um, I remember, you know, when I was a kid, and me and all my friends, we watched Super Friends after um, coming home from school, because mm-hmm. Super Friends was syndicated, all right, well, and um, and there would be the episodes with the Wonder Twins and uh, Gleep, or Gleek, the, yes, um, the, 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 monkey, the Wonder the Monkey. monkey. Uh-huh. Was that rude? And was that a little rude? Okay. Was that a little rude? I'm far, far. I didn't want. <laughs> we're trying to coordinate him swinging by the studio and doing a show with us, and I didn't want to miss oh. his phone call. Oh no, no, no! You're fine. You're fine. I, I just remember just being a kid and and with my other friends, we hated Gleek or Gleek, <laughs> or whatever his name is. We couldn't stand him. Yeah, you know he he ruined the show, and 
I, you know, and I think a lot of kids are that way about about sidekicks. Uh, you know, they they have their place, but if you constantly throw them in my face, you get that jar jar feeling, and it just makes you not like them. Like that stupid yeah. floating Martian on the Flintstones. Remember him? <laughs> oh, um, get, yes, get yes. Zoo, um I don't remember his name, but he was the, the great gazoo. The great gazoo. Yeah, that was dumb. Oh, you, you know, that was the equivalent of, like, when a sitcom, when it starts to lose momentum, they bring in the kid. Like the little cousin comes yes, in. Yes, yeah. I mean, all, all shows are... are Leonardo are DiCaprio yeah. on Growing Pains. Yes. Y- yes, you uh, officially Oliver. jumped the shark. Yeah. yeah. Yes, indeed. Uh, even when, I think, Different Strokes even brought in a kid. Yeah, they brought in the uh, little redhead kid. Yeah. Sam. That's His name is Sam. Yeah. Oh, you Sam. need a cute kid in the show. You know what? Sam grew up to be uh, uh, John Connor's uh, friend in Terminator 2. That oh, went no to way. the arcade with him. Mm-hmm. That, that little redhead right. kid. That was no way. That's the same guy. Yeah. Yes, and he was also the voice of Montana Max on Tiny Toon Adventures. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I, I, I know obscure pop culture stuff. I don't know why. I don't know how. I just do. You know, <laughs> in, in some way, that, that knowledge is going to save your life one day. That I'm kind is of the same way. I know my brain's full of stuff that I don't need to know, and it's, it's vacant of things that probably would come in handy. Mm-hmm. With, the, with the rare exception of uh, the one presidential fact I know, the only president to serve two non-consecutive terms in the Oval Office was Gro- Grover Cleveland. I don't know why I know that. I just do. But that's like that could probably be more important than knowing, you know, Bruce Wayne's butler's name. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Anyway, you know, go, going back to the um, to the sidekick thing, um, I think someone like Bruce Tim has has proven that you can make a cartoon um, that serves both kids and adults, and it doesn't have to be kiddie. Just like the Superman series, uh, the Batman series that that he did um, in the nineties. Or yes. 2000s. And even right now, uh, if you're watching it, Spectacular Spider-Man on now, see, the I WB. Have, I have not watched that yet. I've had no time. It, is, is it any good? Uh, I like it. It's a different... It, it is Spider-Man, essentially. It is a very compressed story to where things are happening very quickly. Um, a little bit different take on Gwen Stacy and... and, uh, and Mary Jane. Mary Jane. But... Um, a sense I think it has a, a a nice feel from for what Spider-Man. I've heard though it's it's very good yeah it's fun it's fun now if if you're st- um, Brad I know you love your continuity and stuff this yeah. does not follow continuity oh I can deal with that because it's on TV yeah but it's it is fun and there's an energy to it and it's the smart alecky Spider Man you know and um, I have and, the first five episodes mm-hmm. saved on a disc and I just need to sit down and watch them you'll like them I'm sure I will mm-hmm. before we get any farther we need to we need to talk about us some more so but, us? yeah you and me okay but through vicariously through sean Pryor. oh okay <laughs> <laughs> so who's uh who's better looking me or brad no that's not what i'm saying oh, okay. we all know it's me but um, <laughs> that's um what your mom said. that's what your mom says um that's a burn tell us why you wanted to put us in your comic that's where that's oh, really yeah. what i want to know Okay. Well, um, after we finish the first story arc uh, issues, uh, two and three, two and three are going to pre- going to come out in August, and they'll premiere at the um, CGS Super Show, which I'm very excited about. Um, issue four gets released in September, and that completes the first story arc. 
The second story arc starts with issue five, uh, which we are hoping for an October release. And it has um, a guest stars, uh, Brad and Frank. Awesome. Uh, Brad, <laughs> Brad and Frank are um, secret agents, and they're agents of an organization called Cult, um, which is, uh, stands for the Centered Order of Law and Technology. I love they, um, they are a, a quote-unquote, a shadow organization. Um, you know, they do things that the government does not know about, even though they are funded by the government. We report to no one. Exactly. We <laughs> report to no one. Um, honestly, the Agents of Cult was an idea I had about 15 years ago. Wow. And I buried it, buried it far, far away. And I, a, lot, a lot of these stories that you'll see from PKD Media over the next few years, the stuff that's just been sitting um, that I wanted to make movies about. Because originally I wanted to make mo- I wanted mm-hmm. to make movies, and I just that never never really came uh, to fru- to fruition. It might happen later, but um, I just started pulling all these old ideas out. I revised them, and when I thought about the agents of cult, the first two people I thought about were Brad and Frank, and there's the reason why. Because we're jerks. <laughs> <laughs> That's what she said. Um, <laughs> but. The reason the how'd you reason get her why, phone number? <laughs> uh, you, you know, match dot com. A couple <laughs> conversations. She okay, told I'm me the she only jerk them. on the show. Frank's not. The, Frank's not a jerk. I'm the I'm the pleasant of the two. I'm I'm the more pleasant of us. No, anyway, go on. Okay. Um, the camaraderie that the agents, these two agents of cult, have, and the adventures and mischief that they get into, um, was similar to the camaraderie that you know both you you know brad and frank have you know the two of you have and it really fit um now you have a brief cameo in issue five but as the arc moves along and ends in issue 10 we're going to you know we're going to get to see you guys a lot and um i think you guys fit the mold of agents of 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 agents of cult and um that's why i wanted you guys in the book well it's awesome it's a huge honor oh yeah thank you so much well, uh, well, thank you, thank you for being a part of it. I still can't figure out why people listen to us, you know. <laughs> and, and now it turns out somebody wants to put us in a book. Actually, the second time, the second time, that's, because we got mimes with a with yeah. a with a Wayne Cordova and, and um, Harold Jeanette. Harold still Jeanette. trips me out. Yeah, you know what the mm-hmm. official drink of Colt is, don't you? The official What's that? beverage, oh. Colt Forty Five. <laughs> I thought it was going to be <laughs> Arnold Palmer. Works wow. every time. <laughs> Yes. Yeah. Well, the only thing we need, the only thing we need, is Billy D. Williams to come in and say, "Hello, what have we here?" <laughs> he actually sounds better doing it than we do. <laughs> oh, you know what, Brad? <laughs> I, what I know this is. Um, I know we're way ahead of the curve here, but I think for Halloween, I'm going to be Lando Calrissian. Oh, that's awesome! <laughs> you got to start if, growing if, your if, hair out. Yeah. If you have, if you have the hairdo down by the time Halloween comes around, I want a picture. Oh, yeah, oh, there will be pictures. I, I I saw some I saw some con picture of this little white guy with the fake mustache, but he had on the blue cape and the blue shirt, and he just looked awesome. And I thought, I gotta do that. Yeah, you got it. I, I, my hair would actually, if I if it if I wasn't losing it, if mm-hmm. I wasn't getting thin on top, my hair would actually work better for the costume than yours was because really? yours is yours is straight, mine's mm-hmm. you know wavy curly. But I'm dying to see you in the oh yeah. pimped out like Lando. Yeah. And as a man, say say his line. Um, what have we here? Hello, what have we here? That's awesome. Well, Sean, tell us a little bit. Let's go into depth about uh, PKD Media. Now, you want to you want to cover it all. You got music. 
You got mm-hmm. action figures. Yes. Uh, yes you got yes, comic do. books, and and you've expressed an interest in movies. Um, well, um, let's. I mean, let's let's get into. It. Well, first, let, let's talk. What is your day job? What do you do my for day, a living? My day job is uh, I work as a computer support specialist over at the University of Kentucky for uh, one of the uh, one of the colleges over there. Okay. Um, I do that um, five days a week, nine to five, and um, after I leave, what a way work, to make a living. <laughs> Hey, <laughs> you got, did you get it? I get it. See, how, see how I did that? Yes. You know, okay. there's no getting by. It's all taken and no giving. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> nice. You know, it's uh, enough to drive you crazy if you let it. <laughs> uh, yeah. Working nine to five, you know. But, so that's your day job. Yeah, and when I come home, I uh, after spending time with the lovely wife uh, who puts up with me in my uh, eclectic ways, I uh, begin to uh, plan and and push ahead for uh, stuff for PKD Media. Uh, we have two comics right now, uh, Mercury and the Murd and X-01 and the Rock Solid Steelbots. Uh, X-01 has a prequel issue, once again, available on DriveThroughComics.com and IndiePlanet.com. That series will continue in the fall as a webcomic, and once we get X amount of pages done, um, we will put it out in a trade format. Mercury and the Murd will be the only book that has, quote-unquote, floppies, and um, on, on a monthly or bi-monthly basis um, or, or semi-monthly basis, as well as a future trade and uh, at this moment because we're just, you know, we're on a limited budget here. Right. You, you know, we, 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 don't have a, we don't have a DreamWorks budget. You know, <laughs> we, we have a I wish budget. So, um, you know, we hey, have Hey, I'm on that two- same budget. <laughs> 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 yeah, apparently you guys so, have the same accountants. Yeah. Oh yeah, so no, we have those those two books going on. I love Mercury and the Murd um, a lot, and you know this book this book wouldn't even have, wouldn't even have happened if it wasn't for uh, Adam Murdo, aka the Murd from uh, Comic Geek Speak, uh, giving his blessing for us to do it. Um, I, I just enjoy it thoroughly. The, and, and you know, uh, uh, just just props to to Adam Murdo. He he is one cool guy. He is yeah, he really cool. is. On a level that I can't even explain, it's like yes. it's like a uh, it's like a geek cool, you know. Oh, yeah. Definitely. definitely. Yeah, there's something and about I, about him that just makes you want to hang out with him, talk yeah. to him. Oh yeah, his and, voice and, and has a lot of quality. To you know, him. oh, he's definitely a quality dude, definitely straight up. And I always want to make sure when we put a book out, when we put an issue of Mercury and the Murd out, that. He is portrayed just as cool in the book, you know, as he as he is in real life. You know, I want to make sure I get, you know, I don't want people to say, well, that's not the murder. I know even though it's a comic book and it's not, quote, it's not real. Mm-hmm. I still want people to say, you know, Murd might say something like that. Well, I can or, hear Murd's voice when I'm reading that. Oh, totally. When I'm reading those awesome. pages, I can totally hear Murd's voice. It's pretty awesome. Sweet. Are Sweet. you going to have more action figures when we go to Super Show? This is what we're, this is what I'm doing uh, as far as the action figures go. Um, I will have um, probably a couple of sets of action figures, but what I'm going to do is I'm going to hold a raffle. I'm going to hold a one dollar raffle for um, a Mercury and the Murd set giveaway, and I'll <laughs> give away. yes, and I will give away two sets. I, I will give away two sets of Mercury and the Murd dolls um, just for one dollar raffle. And you know who I pull out, I pull a name out out the hat, and uh, whoever wins wins. And I'll give away two sets, and uh, I will also have another raffle, which will be the PKD package, which will be every single comic book that we have available, 
um, both soundtracks. We have a soundtrack for X01 nice. and a soundtrack for Mercury and the Murder, both available on iTunes. <laughs> and, hey, where, where did that music um, come DVD- from? Oh, sorry. Uh, you can get to that later. I, I want to ask later about that music, but okay, please cool. continue okay. your thought. Oh, no, no problem. And we will also have a, a DVD with all the commercials because I'm working on commercials right now. Um, I'm building them as um, I'm building them as we speak. Um, well, not right now, but after I get off, after I get off the phone, um, that that will be available on YouTube and Rever. Um, we're going to make a big push in July to start getting the word out again. Um, I'll have a trailer full of DVDs that you know that will be part of the package too, and that will be part of the raffle as well. So, um, what are you using trying- to build your commercials? Um, I use right now. I just use iMovie. Um, my MacBook Pro, for some reason, doesn't doesn't like a Final Cut. I think it has to really? do with the video card. Mm-hmm. I think oh. it, ha- it honestly has to do with the video card. It's either that it, or it likes Final Cut, but it won't take motion. So, hmm. so I just go ahead and use uh, I go ahead and use iMovie. But I I've been able to do some pretty decent work. So I'm I'm quite pleased. I'm very very pleased. Well, we you know that is pretty awesome. Oh. I forgot to mention to you guys, um, for anybody, you know, for any half-hour wasted fan uh, that wants to see an image of what uh, Brad and Frank will look like as agents of cult, if you come to the Super Show in September or if you go to IndiePlanet.com or DriveThroughComics.com in late August, we will have a uh, PKD Universe handbook. <gasps> half, half the handbook will be, all, will be the featured characters that hold the most importance for Mercury and the Murd. The other half of the book will have uh, characters of uh, featured importance from X01 and the Rock Solid Steelbots. Um, 28-page book, um, character bios and the whole nine, um, black and white interiors, cover, color cover, color front cover, co- um, co- uh, color back cover, and we're trying to price it for about 275 Nice. That's awesome, dude. You could go 299 yes. I don't think anyone would have a problem with that. Um, I, I'm, that's what I'm, I'm, I'm thinking about it, you know, cause just because it's black and white interior, some people might say, eh, I don't want to pay $3 for a black mm. and white book. But if you say two seventy five, like, oh, okay, that's not $3. Great. <laughs> I'll get it. You know, but, uh, that's, that's what I'm going for right now. But no, that book, that ha- PKD universe handbook will be available at the super show as well as, uh, all three issues of Mercury and the Murd, the X01 prequel as well. Wow. On, we are honored. I can't wait to meet you. In September, it's gonna be awesome. <laughs> it's gonna Almost be really definitely, exciting. yes, it will be great. Yes. Well, let's talk a little bit about Indie Planet. So that's your distributor, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, along with, with Drive Through, but that's but that's the digital end. What? Uh, um, tell us about some of the struggles of printing or putting together a real, a physical comic book. I mean, wh- what are some of the struggles you have? The well, I. I don't really have too many struggles for the simple fact that the people, all the people that I've worked with with Mercury and Emerd have made this pretty easy for me. Um, Chad, Chad, uh, Chad Ciccone, uh, Dave DeWanch, who is doing the pencils for issue two and issue four. Um, Chad does, does the artwork for issue one, issue three, and he'll do the five through ten arc completely, which is, which is cool. Okay. Um, basically, I get the files sent to me from Chad or Dave. In the, in the proper size, in the proper format, the only thing I have to do is just make sure they're TIFF files and make sure that um, I have a, compl- a comic template, uh, which, is, uh, which is on the Kablam, on the Kablam website, right. that I lay over the Photoshop file, and I, um, which I lay over the actual comic page, so I can see where things are going to get cut off mm. um, you know, when they do printing. And if everything looks good, I just line up all the pages in a row. Um, I put them in a, in a folder. I zip that folder. And I put it out like on a rapid share 
or a you send it or or a you send it uh, type website. Right. They pull it and they print it. Now, I now as far as major issues when we when we put together the XO one book, the XO one prequel, the book was not sized properly. So I had to go in using Photoshop and I had to resize every single page. I had to change the uh, color format um, because Kablam, I think, uses RGB instead of CMYK. Oh, okay. And um, I had to change the color format. I had to change the files from JPEGs to TIFFs. It was it it was just it was it was just like a a big cluster, you know what? Mm-hmm. And um, that took work. That took a lot of work. So I give props to all those people that do the work behind the scenes to make a comic a comic book what it is. So, um, so I mean, yeah, but it, normally it's, it's a very smooth process. Yeah, I mean, uh, you know, everything's a learning curve. Um, and and you know, uh, cur- currently with my job, we're we're learning a new skill set. And oh my gosh, it's just like every day something else goes wrong. We know that down the road it's going to be smooth as silk, but right now it's, it's struggling. When we started this podcast, mm-hmm. it was a lot of head scratching and stuff. We couldn't figure out how to do phone calls. In fact, it's funny. We were struggling with something this morning before we called you uh, trying to we're, – we're trying – we're starting a new – we're trying to do something to where our callers can actually hear our sound effects and stuff like that. We still haven't ironed it out yet, but we're, mm-hmm. but we're slowly getting there. But, yeah, it's just – you just learn all these things when you, when you try new stuff. And, like, when you were doing uh, Rock Solid, it sounded like you were really just, you know, head-scratching and just kind of, how do I make this work? But you got a formula now, huh? Or you got oh, yeah. a um, process. Yeah, got a process, and you know, I got reliable people that I can count on, and because that's the biggest issue in making comics. Um, period, is you know finding reliable people that have the same passion or close to the same passion as you do. Because there are a lot of people that that say, "Oh, I want to make a comic. Oh, I want to write a comic. Oh, I want to draw a comic," and then, you know, nothing happens. Yeah. And this was this was something that was very that still is very very big and very very important to me because when I told Adam that I don't want that I wanted to make this comic and that I was going to premiere it at the Pittsburgh Comic Con, Adam was like, "Oh yeah, you got all, you got my blessing. Go ahead, do it." And then I sat and thought for a second. I said, "You know, you just told Adam, who will eventually tell the entire <laughs> Comic Geek Speak crew, you're having a comic book come out, and if you don't go to Pittsburgh and you don't have a book." You're going to look like a complete and utter idiot. So you either put up or shut up. So um, so that's what I do. I, I put it up there. There's nothing like applying that kind of pressure to yourself to, to motivate you. I know exactly what you're talking about, Sean, about, you know, I'm going to do, you know, I'm going to do this. I'm telling everyone I'm going to do it. Okay, now I really got to do it. <laughs> do you have gray hair yet, Sean? No, 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 no. Not yet. Not yet. I, I don't look like Danny Glover just yet. I'm okay right now. <laughs> Uh, I'm, I'm okay. You know, sometimes it does get a little stressful, but I know in the end it's all going to pay off. It did really well. I'm very excited to see and and hold those books in my hand. Um, did you say Indie Planet was the one where you, people can get it? Yeah, you can go to IndiePlanet.com and uh, pick up the books there. Um, so for do, the Mercury, I'm, oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. I was going to say. I was going to ask. Does Kablam print them and then ship them to Indie Planet? Is that how? Kablam and Indie Planet are one or one company. Oh, I didn't realize that. Yeah, they they are they are one and the same. That's yes, awesome. Indeed. It's like I think Indie Planet is their distribution. I understand now. That's awesome. And um and just just for listeners out there, we're going to put links on our show notes and stuff to all this. So um so you know, don't worry about writing it down. You know if you, if you want to know how to, how to get to PKD Media or or Indie Planet stuff like that, we'll we'll link it up for you. 
So, and please, um, be, and please be patient with the pkdmedia.com website. There are a lot of things I want to do with the site, and it's, it's accessible. It's accessible, but sometimes with it being as far as getting a lot of things out there, sometimes some of it's a one-man show. With everything, that's, <laughs> well, with everything that's going on, it's kind of difficult for me to, one, update it all the time, and two, we're going to, we, I want to change the look of the website completely. So, you know, if you go there, just be patient. That's all I ask. Well, you, you got links. You got... Um um, you also got the Media Pit Stop, which is nice, which has uh, previews, um, kind of like teaser commercials for uh, for Rock Solid and for um, for Mercury and the Murd. And then yeah. there, and and you can hear the music too, which is a lot of fun. The music I was going to ask: Did you write all that music yourself? I, I composed it all myself. Um, I used um, a man. program called um, Apple Soundtrack, and I had a box, couple of boxes of uh, of beats. Mm-hmm. I've, I've been wanting to like make music for the longest time. I got a beat for you. You want to sample this? Ready? Here we go. I'm sorry. I had to... you don't you don't have to use that one. I oh, actually wasn't that what that wasn't actually some of my best work. Here I got a beat. Ready? Get your glow sticks. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> uh, I was impressed um, with that music. I liked it. I, you know, I sam- uh, listened to the samples on um, iTunes. It was very cool mm-hmm. music. Well, I tell you what, if you guys come to the sh- to the Super Show, anybody that comes to the Super Show, I will have soundtracks available um, on iTunes. Uh, the Mercury and the Merge soundtrack is eight dollars and ninety one cents, and the uh, XO One sound uh, soundtrack is four or five bucks. If you come to the Super Show. The soundtracks are at a reduced price. At the Super Show, the Mercury and the Merge soundtrack will be three fifty, and the XO One soundtrack will be two dollars. Dang! Yeah, I'm going. I'm going to go just for that Mercury <laughs> and the Merge soundtrack. <laughs> I spent three hundred dollars on a plane ticket to get a three dollars CD. <laughs> Dad, dumb <laughs> right. <laughs> we, yeah, that that that's how come a uh, half hour waste will never be financially successful because we do not know how to balance or 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 you know make money off this thing i just had a brilliant idea what's that for um for sean when he's doing a scene with us in his mm-hmm. book like if we're interrogating somebody you know we walk in and then it shows us walking in and then the next panel up at the top says 30 minutes later <laughs> we walk out and then, and then one of us goes well that was a half hour wasted <laughs> that that's awesome that I'm is awesome that down i'm writing that <laughs> that's down. pretty awesome that was pretty good bro 30 minutes later Hey, so what does your wife think about about yeah, all I was this? Ask, you is she supportive? She is. She is supportive. Does she look at um, you, you like know, you're an idiot? Her biggest, her biggest concern, her biggest concern is yeah. that, um, you know, the money that's been put into this so far, Absolutely. you know, we haven't seen anything back yet, right? Mm-hmm. You know, because there was some, there has been some money put into this, um, you know, so, and we haven't seen that return yet. But at the same time, because she is an accountant, she does understand as far as running business, businesses go, um, whether it be small or huge. Um, that's what she said. Um, it it takes time. It, it takes time, and so you know, right now we're on this. PKD Media is on a two year plan. Uh, the first year, I want to break even, and by the time April of two thousand nine rolls along, if we're close to breaking even, I think I think we'll be fine. I think I'll be fine with that, and she'll be fine with that. Now, if we roll into year two, and we're so in the red. <laughs> when we're so in the red that the company can't function, you know, she'll look at me and say, baby, you know, I know you love this, but you really need to reconsider this business plan. You, you did your so. best, hon. You gave it your, you gave it your all. 
and I'm proud of you for doing so. But mama's got to eat. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Exactly. And, you know, but she's very supportive. She really is. And I couldn't do it without her support and, with, and without her blessing either. There, there's just no way. There, there, there's just no way possible. She's been really, really cool about it. And she loved the trailers. That's what, that's what made me happy. When I showed her the original trailers that are, that are up on the PKD Media website, um, those are trailers that we had to um, get people ready for the Pittsburgh Comic Con. Um, she saw those and she was like, wow, that's really, really awesome. And that's she cool. was really surprised because she didn't think it would look like that. You know, she thought it probably look like some stick figures or <laughs> it would just be terrible. But she was really, really surprised. And, um, you know, and she, she, she enjoys it. She, she lets me do my thing and I really appreciate that. I really do. Mm. Well, uh, you're very, very lucky to have a good woman. Um, you ain't lying. You know, let the, um, b- before we wrap up, tell us what movies are you looking forward to this summer? Brad okay. and I saw Wanted last night. Oh, you did? How did yeah. how'd you like it? You'll uh, find out next episode. <laughs> well, we'll, we'll tell you real fast. It's, um, did you read the book? Yeah, I read the book, yes. Um, it's loosely based. That's what I, that's what I heard. That's, it's that's similar? What I, that's what I um, but it's different, mm-hmm. but it's similar enough that you can recognize it. Mm-hmm. I thought, yeah, I liked the movie exponentially much more better than the comic. Wow, mm. uh, I didn't care for the comic whatsoever. Yeah. And mm. I'll tell, I'll explain why in the next episode. Yeah. Un- understandable, uh, understandable. No movies I'm looking forward to. Uh, I've already seen Iron Man and uh, Indiana Jones. I've mm-hmm. seen those. Uh, the wife and I have seen those. We are going to go see Kung Fu Panda. <laughs> we will. Hey, I gotta go. See, we gotta go see it. I definitely want to see that. And, it and looks she, awesome. My daughters loved it. Cool. That is great. Um, we want to see. I want to see the Incredible Hulk. Uh, the wife doesn't have any interest to see it. She was just like, but she said, "Oh, you know, spoiler alert! Spoiler alert! There's a cameo by uh, Tony Stark." Um, <laughs> but she has no interest. I do. So I'm looking forward to seeing that. Uh, as far as anything else goes, uh, I kind of want to see Wanted, but I'm very excited to see Hancock. Very excited. Yeah, I love Will Smith. We, Will Smith can can almost do no wrong for me. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> I never did see Wild Wild West, and I, mm-hmm. I'm going to avoid that one because I, you know, I don't want to be missing a I don't want to be disappointed in anything Will Smith does. Any movie produced by John Peters will pretty much suck. Okay, <laughs> um, I'll, I'll always know that. And always know that John Peters has probably produced two decent movies his, his entire lifetime. Wild Wild West is a complete and just a complete and utter mess, and it's part it's majority of John Peters' fault. As well as if you ever watch the opening credits, they have about five to seven screenwriters listed. Mm. That is the kiss of death. Well, there goes that John Peters interview. <laughs> <laughs> oh, like we, like, uh, well, we're not missing much. You know what? Uh, um, Speaking of Wild Wild West, Brad, yeah. if you ever, I, I would suggest anyone to, to rent An Evening with Kevin Smith. Have you ever seen that, Sean? Yes, I have. It's okay. Great. So he tells that whole story about about the giant spider. Mm-hmm. Because, um, uh, and was that John Peters? Was was that the guy who wanted to do the giant spider in Wild Wild West? Uh, yeah, that was the guy. And okay. he wanted to do that for, for Superman. Yes, for the Superman script that never got made that that Kevin Smith wrote, it, you got it, Brad. Have you ever seen it? No. It, it is so funny. It's just Kevin Smith telling stories. Okay. He oh. has a great story about Prince too. Oh, that cool. is so funny. I'll have to check it out. But well, with that being said, we should wrap up. 
Yeah, we need to we need to run. Yeah. Thank you, Sean, for being on the show. Sean, you did uh, a great job. Thank you so much for having me. T- tell us your website. Uh, the website again is uh, www.pkdmedia.com, and we will put that in the show notes. So, guys, don't worry about scrambling for a pen or anything like that. Uh, any shout outs? Sean? Um, I, w- I would like to shout out to um, anybody that listens to H- Half Hour Wasted. Uh, thank you for listening to this episode. Um, shout out to my mom and dad. Love y'all. Shout out to my little brother Malik. What's up? And um, thank you again for doing this. Also, shout out to Lauren Green for having the coolest closing on a sci-fi show, Fleeing the Cylon Tyranny. The last battle star, Galactica, leads a ragtag fleet of starships. So, and, um, nice. But no, honestly... Thank you guys uh, for, for, for allowing me to uh, be on your show. It's just completely, completely awesome. You are always invited. Thank you for putting us in the book, and, uh, and we'll catch you next time, John. Most definitely. And hang on while, while we sign off. Brad, All right. um, good times, good times. Um, you can always find A Half Hour Wasted on iTunes or at um, halfhourwasted.com. You can email me and Brad at either Frank or Brad at at uh, halfhourwasted.com or halfhourwasted.gmail.com and we're at the comic forums too. Absolutely. If you want to call and leave us a voicemail, the number is 641-715-3900 extension 775-00064-pound and uh, we like hearing from you guys. Yeah. Emails and voicemails are good. So with that said, um, thank you Limp Biscuit, and we'll see you next week on A Half Hour Wasted. Later. Later.